Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. You know what? Where's Hawk at? Listener discretion advised. To the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. I am Electro, of course. Yo, what up? This is Bono. And we are back again with another exciting edition of Powerful. the Movie Power Hour. The power keeps coming. A straight hour of movie talk that we have here. Or more, dude. Or more, yeah. We've gone over. Or two. Or less. Me and my brother Bono here, we've been watching movies together all of our lives, basically, since we were children. And, you know... There's nothing better than having just watched a movie and having a good conversation after that, you know? Yeah. Either you just left the movie with somebody or you just watched the movie by yourself. But either way, as soon as the movie's over, you just can't wait to talk to somebody about it. Do you think people still do that type of shit? I know we really like Doug doing that. You know, we'd go watch a flick and talk about it on the ride home. Every time. And what, dude, okay, we leave the movie theater. Since we were children, mm-hmm. when you leave the movie theater, you're in the car. What are you going to do? You're going to talk about the movie you just saw. Right. So the, anyways, that's the fucking heart or soul of this podcast is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, you, you developed this obsessive, I don't know, man. You really got into movies. You're really nerdy about it. Now you know too much at yeah. times. But, I mean, I saw that obsession starting to, like, develop very early. Yeah. Like, I remember just watching movies and then... Like having to rewatch them again immediately <laughs> or every single fucking day. I need to own that. I need to watch it. I, I need to, and I would watch the same movie every day for like ever. My fucking family hated me. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers and sisters fucking hated me. They know uh-huh. giant lines of fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and RoboCop 2 to this day they know the, all of the lines to those right, movies right, right. and that was the deal and you were a part of that too I know yep. I know for a fact that there were certain movies that you would watch every single day too absolutely and you and me would watch 30, 40, 50 movies that you and me would watch (laughs) every day for a certain fucking couple of years of our life. Absolutely. It would range from 101 Dalmatians to fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to like. Saving Private Ryan. Eyes Wide Shut. We watched that movie a lot of times when we were kids. We shouldn't have. Mm hmm. And that's the beauty of cable. Yeah, that's the beauty of being uh, left un- having having parents that work a lot yep. <laughs> and do not pay attention to what you were watching. My parents had no business letting me watch RoboCop two every day <laughs> <laughs> at that tender age for a whole year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great movie. We need to do one on that. We must. Yes. yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh um, yeah. And whenever that obsession grew mm-hmm. as time went on, and like I remember, I was trying to think back to like when was the first time that I started paying attention to who directed the movie. Right, right. Like, do you remember that? I don't, if I'm being honest. Like, I was trying to think back. I can't have a definitive answer, but I've boiled it down to two people, probably. Maybe three. Well, look, that's the thing, too, right? Because you hear 
The household name is Spielberg. That's like yes. that's entry level yes, shit, right? That's one. That's but, one of them. But some people aren't even on that level. They don't give a fuck who directed this movie. Very true. But you know to, what I mean? To that point is just like, okay, you and me would watch Jurassic Park all of the fucking time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> when we got that movie on VHS, that Dude. shit was on a twenty four hour loop. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I just got it on VHS again. I'm fucking in, bro. But we didn't watch that movie and we're like, that's a Steven Spielberg movie and Correct. I want to watch Steven Spielberg's movies. Right. I was trying to think about like, when did that happen? And I came up with Spielberg might have been one of them, but it, it maybe wasn't. Like, I want to say that it was. Maybe it's, say, did, it's, the, it's the hip fucking answer. Fucking Spielberg, man. It was a fucking Spielberg. Right. And you know what? And if it wasn't for Spielberg. <laughs> but we That's a good point. But we didn't know we were watching Spielberg. Right. When I was watching fucking Jaws and E.T. Right. And fucking Saving Private Ryan. But see, I think it was because of a movie like Saving Private Ryan that there was like, who the fuck is doing this? Yeah. This guy is. Oh, the <laughs> same guy who gave you those fucking bangers, right? Yeah. All-star cast. Great fucking film. I love it. Yeah. But I would say maybe paying attention, not in that year, but recognizing after rewatching motherfucking Schindler's List over. Right. Bro, I've seen that movie. You're one of the only ones <laughs> that, that likes to rewatch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's It hurts every time, but it's a fucking great film. Anyways, anyways, getting back to it. <laughs> I want to say that it it might have been Tarantino. Okay. Tarantino, I think the first thing I watched, it had to have been Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I think Lily showed me Pulp Fiction because her boyfriend showed her Pulp Fiction and she showed me Pulp Fiction. Okay. And I remember watching that movie and just being like, whoa, like what the fuck was that? You know? And then being aware of who Quentin Tarantino was just because he made that movie. Right. And... After that, you know, I was obsessed with Pulp Fiction in high school for a long time. Eventually got Reservoir Dogs. So I'm thinking he's the one that made me be like, okay, I'm seeking out this person's work because of this movie. And then I I was probably only doing that with him. And then I started, that's when I started watching movies like Memento and um, uh, shit like that that made me be like, I need to pay attention to this guy. Or watching Fight Club and being like, who made this? And I need to find out what else they've made. Right. That's when I started asking those questions and being like, I like this shit and I want more of it. I right. need to figure out who the fuck did it. And then, right. yeah, then you figure out that Steven Spielberg's directed fucking 20 <laughs> of the best movies ever. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it's up there, man. It's up there as who are the best directors, man. There's a always handy dandy list that's up there. Is it Spielberg? Mm-hmm. Is it Martin Scorsese? Yep. You know, and we gotta say that you know the one of the recent pe- one of the people right now making films that isn't one of those old school people is Christopher Nolan. Even yeah. though he's been making movies since fucking. 1998 was when he released Following, his first student film, basically. Right. Since 1998, that's how many years? That's 20? (laughs) (laughs) Electro math. (laughs) This is a segment we like to call (laughs) the electro (laughs) math. It's very simple. You use your fingers. You just start adding these puppies up. Carry some numbers. You never know. We do math the old school way. (laughs) We guess. (laughs) Wrong often. Yeah. Yeah, but 
you know, I'm just saying, like, he's one of the new directors that is throwing his hat in there as, as like, this might be the greatest director or one of the greatest directors. He's definitely in the conversation. Right. And it is interesting to think about. Yeah, like, you were asking, how many people out there know, like, are they seeking out directors? Are they aware of what directors are? <laughs> and know? I think, you know, probably now he's probably one of them, right? You know, now from Tenet, Dark Knight, all this type of shit, right? You kind of get that. You still get the casual who'll be like, oh, that director did that. You know what I'm saying? You can at least break it down like this. You could be like, Christopher Nolan has a new movie. And somebody could be like, who? And you could be like, the guy that directed The Dark Knight. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, okay. okay. They've probably at least seen that. Right. You know, maybe Inception. I don't know. I would say Dark Knight. Yeah, that's the main one. Let's let's go through them really quick. Yeah. You know, we watched all these films. Mm-hmm. Following, which we just said was like in 1998, was his first little black and white. He shot it over two years for like $5,000 with his friends. I think it's a really good movie for what it is, for the fact that that's what it is, that he shot it over whatever, a year or two. What came out in 1990? Every weekend. There was no way this dude was... Okay, that's the thing. He wasn't competing then. He was just releasing his shit. He was just making... He was just he trying just to did make his a, thing. He was just trying to make a movie with his friends. He wasn't trying to fucking make anything ground. Like He made it for a couple thousand bucks, bro. <laughs> it's like right. if you and me tried to make a movie right now. <laughs> Let's do it. And then, and like, you know, no one's going to think it's good, <laughs> okay? Right. But he made a pretty fucking, to be like, okay, this guy got his friends together and made a movie. That movie might as well be fucking, like, The Godfather or some shit. <laughs> right, right. Like, holy shit, that's pretty good for some dumb motherfucker that just, you just know. decided you, to make a movie. Yeah, you could tell that he had a vision, you know, and and it was there in following, like, the score and, like, the kind of, the type of filmmaking. He just didn't have the tools yet, right. but he, his vision was there. Right. And you could tell that the guy that directed Following directed Oppenheimer. There are similarities there. Right. Anyways, we move on to Memento, the movie that blew my dick off in fucking high school. I thought this was the greatest movie ever fucking made for a very long time. I mean, up until recently that I've rewatched it more. Maybe I'm starting to think that it's not as good. But for the longest, I was that was my dead ringer answer. Memento is the greatest movie ever. Fucking I love made. that I watched it way after because Cipher and Trinity rocked it for me. <laughs> Shut up. But see, that's part of the that's part of my thing too because you have this weird sexual obsession with uh, Nolan here in these movies, and I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, nothing sexual. <laughs> <laughs> At least you make it seem that way, but, yeah. <laughs> but you sound horny when you're talking about him. Exactly. But you know, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I, you know, until we did these reviews, I hadn't really watched that film, and if I watched pieces of it, it was because of you. But you know, that's been going on for a long time. We did, uh, I don't know how long ago now, a while back, we did a series on on Nolan and uh, David Fincher. And we, I made Bono watch a lot of these movies that he hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Had to sit his ass down and force him. Yeah. <laughs> Hold me down. But he he knew who Nolan was, and he had seen at least seen The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that was it. You had seen the three Batman movies, basically, and Inception, maybe. Yep, definitely saw Inception. And then, like, I remember 
forcing you to go watch Dunkirk with me. Like you did not want to. Well, typically, you know, (laughs) I'm going to hate on the things you like. So I even remember watching the hateful eight. I remember you were super fucking jazzed up to see this movie. And at the time we were already drinking, (laughs) we weren't together though. We were drinking separately. And then uh, we came together. Yeah, We came together (laughs) to watch this drunkenness. (laughs) We got some bottles, got some, glass some tall some tall bottles and we go watch this fucking movie and i was pleasantly surprised you know we were probably the only people laughing there yeah but i fought that we were the only people with ball the balls <laughs> to laugh during the hateful <laughs> yeah. it was great it was a great that time. movie's hilarious right i don't give a fuck that movie is it, fucking it is funny, funny. Mm-hmm. and there was these Fucking assholes in that movie theater that just, w- <laughs> they knew that shit was funny, but they, they held fought. back. Yeah, they fought. They did not want to laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> and you and me, <laughs> we did not have that issue. No. We not only laughed, but like laughed obnoxiously <laughs> loud. <laughs> we had the best fucking time it was a great experience man it was a great fucking experience (laughs) and he's also one of these motherfuckers still making movies and see homeboy nolan's doing that right now with fucking oppenheimer just at the top of his fucking game yeah again i've been i've been on a tarantino dive lately too like i said he was probably the first director i followed and like you know I remember Kill Bill was the first movie of his I saw in the movie theater. When I saw Kill Bill, I was like, okay, that was it. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, so you have these fucking experiences. You follow their fucking careers. So anyway, I watched Memento. I hadn't seen Insomnia until we did our series. But when I watched Insomnia, I was like, that shit was fucking pretty good. Like that Insomnia, which is like, I remember when it was out, like I remember seeing the trailers and commercials to it on tv and shit being aware of it came out in 2002 i was in the eighth grade (laughs) you know and like i remember being aware of it but just not caring i was like al pacino robin williams okay get the fuck out of here if it's not jumanji i'm not interested (laughs) i don't care for this (laughs) it's not scarface or jumanji yeah i don't care (laughs) yeah but Going back and rewatching that, I was like, holy shit, that was better than most things that are coming out. Most bullshit that comes out every year. Right, right. Insomnia is like fucking good. Right. <laughs> and then after that comes Batman Begins, which I remember watching that. That was probably the first, that was definitely the first Nolan movie I watched in the movie theater. Mm. And I remember actually your brother, he told me he watched it and he was like, I didn't like it. It sucks. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, really? The new Damn. Batman movie sucks? Right. Like, that sucks? Right, like, right. I was almost not even going to watch it. I was Whoa. like, Uli already told me it sucked. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not going. <laughs> okay. My heart was broken, right? right. And I remember, I don't know, me and my brother Lalo were out one day. And we were like, fuck it, let's watch it. You've been wanting to watch it. Uli... Who cares? <laughs> Let's go watch it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I remember that when the trailer came out to Batman Begins, it's one of the best trailers, too. What was it? Because you didn't know it was a Batman movie until like a good chunk into the trailer. Hmm. 
like you know it it comes it starts with the whole him like climbing the mountain like oh and liam neeson like narrating right, right. so you're like what the fuck is this right what is the last this samurai too yeah to what are you doing <laughs> tom cruise did yeah. it already and Thanks. you're seeing bail and you know you're like what kind of fucking white man journey is this guy on you know mm-hmm. like oh and then whatever I don't I don't know how it goes. This is all how I see it in my head. <laughs> I can imagine like Neeson saying something like "Legend, Mister Wade," and then and then when he says that, he opens his cabinets, and then you see the cowl. Uh, and then the trailer was like, "Oh wait, what the fuck? This is a Batman movie!" Right, right. Oh shit! Like that was the whole beginning of that trailer did not make this seem like it was going to be a Batman movie. Right, right. And then just like that trailer, just all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, this looks like it's going to be the most fucking awesome thing ever. And then, you know, you know, your brother did kind of fucking (laughs) bring me down on it a little bit. And then I watched it. I remember watching it being like, wait a minute. That (laughs) that was the greatest (laughs) thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Now, wait a second now. (laughs) That was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Did I watch the right thing? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, I don't know, Scarecrow was a bitch. Well, Which, you I know, mean, well, kind of, but you know, whatever. That's not what I guess he expected of a what anybody expected of a Batman movie at that point. After right. we just got Clooney, right? Some toony loony <laughs> shit, you know, some crazy off the wall stuff. But no, yeah. it was artistic and tasteful. Yeah, it was good. It had a good fucking story. Batman mm-hmm. Begins, I think, is still my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, I think. The Dark Knight is probably the better movie, but I think I, I still prefer Batman Begins as like the perfect Batman movie. Mm-hmm. The perfect origin of that explains how he became Batman and seeing him become Batman. Right. It's the best. It's the best one, without a doubt. The Dark Knight's already something else, you know? Right, right, right. Like Batman's not what he's he's one of three main characters in that movie that each get the same amount of screen time and then the joker on the side of that just fucking taking all of the glory (laughs) of that fucking movie yeah and then so that's why batman begins i think is still like the best i mean don't get me started on the (laughs) yeah we're not no keep going what else these motherfuckers saying that that's the best batman get the fuck out of (laughs) (laughs) here yeah that's some stupid shit. Man. <sighs> anyway, after that, Come we on. follow the prestige, which I think, fuck yeah, I don't know, might be his. Well, when we talk about Oppenheimer, we might change. I might change my mind, but the prestige, I think, was my favorite Nolan movie. Right. I think it's the fucking best one, man. It's it's fucking great. It's a really good movie, and it's a movie that gets better the more you watch it. When does that happen with movies? The more you watch it, you notice different things in that movie that are just like, oh my god! Right? How did I not see it? How did I, I? Every time I make somebody watch that movie, and I've made somebody watch it like four times in my life. Right? I'm sitting there like, how are they not? <laughs> like it's so obvious. I I I didn't figure it out the first time I watched it. Definitely not. And now I watch it now, and I'm like, it's so they're literally like telling you the whole movie, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you don't pick up on it, right? And then, so- well, it's because you you know you're kind of in a trance with this fucking fantasy magician, yeah. you know, you got you got my boy in there doing his thing, so it looks good, but I think you know you move forward to uh, 
I think the crazy thing is that he did like a war timey piece, right? He did this movie and just had a fucking studded cast. Uh, the Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got basically everybody mm-hmm. to be in Oppenheimer, <laughs> and for like two minutes, you know. I mean, I hate to say it, man, but fucking Rami Malek is in this movie. Yes, he is. And I would say that Oppenheimer is pretty flawless, but. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Can I call it flawless if one Rami Malek is <laughs> in the fucking movie? Right, right. I will say that he at least, I mean, I don't know. I was pissed when I saw him, but <laughs> he wasn't like distra- super distracting or acting all crazy. Right, it was right. somewhat of a subtle. Well, he had to tone him down a bit. Shut was- the fuck up. <laughs> Rami, if you fucking <laughs> do your line. Get the fuck off, Seth. Oh, my God. Rami, if you fuck one more take, <laughs> fucking make your eyes look normal. <laughs> if you make that stupid fucking face on this next take. IMAX, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, my God. You don't know how horrible you look in 18K, Rami. <laughs> fuck. People, I'm going to put people through this. Your face is going to be 100 fucking feet up there. Come on. Shit, Rami. <laughs> yeah, probably no one said that to him. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> that's probably how that went down, for sure. Yeah. We got the Dark Knight and Inception after that. Yeah. Um, uh, Dark Knight Rises. I love all of them. Interstellar. So when we did our our series, Interstellar is one of the movies you didn't watch. Right. I watched it after. So and you've yeah, you've seen a, it recently. Yeah, so yeah. what do you think about Interstellar? I really like Interstellar. Interstellar is a fucking dope movie. Long as fuck, but re- still really good. Enjoyable. Because that was one of the ones that you did not, you like really didn't want to watch. Yeah. You were hating. Yeah. You I'll hate. I'll hate. Like <laughs> I said, I, that's my goal in life. Here. In this podcast is to be against you at all times. Okay. But it's, you know, sometimes you, you have very poor choices so so i gotta i could check you out a couple of times i now. didn't see interstellar in the movie theater which i regret to this fucking day man i wish i had i'm sure they'll show it right they'll do some release somewhere. i hope i get to one day see it in imax that would be yeah especially since he's doing this shit like, well they haven't any uh, lately so we need to hit him up man let's reach <laughs> out <laughs> here at the fucking electrum bono we need answers <laughs> and tickets but um interstellar did it make you cry I didn't cry. No? Were you no. getting close at least? No. Damn. You're heartless. Huh? I mean, it's sad, sure. Like You told me like, that Inside Out made you cry? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need three hours of McConaughey aging by the fucking second, okay? Look, dude. I get it. It is brutal. It is bro. brutal, but I didn't cry. I didn't cry. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't like McConaughey, but he fucking is really good He's in that good movie. In yeah. The... The one that wasn't was another Affleck. You know what I mean? Oh. Just saying it. What a toolish kid, man. <laughs> Super tool in that movie. What? <laughs> so, no, his performance is lacking. Affleck? But, yeah. Casey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I mean. Wow. You really have it out against the Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. Casey Affleck's whatever in that movie. He's barely in it. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he was what, like the red you know Rami really, at the time. You know what he's really good in though? What's that? In Oppenheimer. Oh yeah. He's 
a psycho in Oppenheimer. Yeah. His scene's really fucking good. I really like it. That fucking sneak Casey Affleck. Cause yeah, yeah. I remember when they were casting the movie that every day they'd be like, this person signed on, this person signed on. Like, what the fuck? Like, how many right. fucking people are going to be in this? Obviously, I'm a fucking dumb motherfucker. I don't know about but Oppenheimer see, and, like, yeah. and and that story. Right. I don't realize how many people have to be a part of it, right? Right, right, right. So I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone is going to be in this fucking movie. Casey? They got Casey? <laughs> Holy shit. And so I forget. By the time the movie comes out, I only know about, like, the main ones that are supposed to be in it. So watching it in the movie theater that first time, it was pretty awesome to be like, what the fuck? Like, this guy just came in right, for, like, a right. second. Yeah. And now he's gone. When Rami Malek first comes on, he's in the movie at two times. The first time he's on, he doesn't even speak. He's just holding a clipboard with there with his fucking bug-eyed face. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Just in frame. This bug-eyed motherfucker holding a clipboard, and then he's gone. And I was like, that's not all that Rami Malek's going to do in this, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. the power of fucking Nolan. Absolutely. Rami, get your fucking ass in here. You're not worth the line. Fuck get me. in there. Next Hold shot. The Next shot. <laughs> Anyways, after that Dunkirk, which you did not want to go see in the movie theater, I fucking forced you. And uh, I think you... I don't know. I still don't know how you feel about these <laughs> movies. <laughs> I don't honestly know if you like them or don't. Because you don't care. It's okay. But again, I'm comparing to like you know the mother of all fucking war movies, bro. Like, Saving Private. Of Rise. course. Okay. I mean, I think Dunkirk is a fucking masterpiece. But it's a for, good for, movie for different reasons. Right. Like, I think it's a straight masterpiece. Dunkirk. Visually, yeah, it's it's a fucking fantastic film, and sure, the story is fucking great. But you know what, man? It's genius. It's a genius fucking film. The three stories, how they're told, it's fucking great. I love that shit. And you know, Nolan never can just tell you a straight story. Right. I just love the whole thing. It's like one of the stories takes like a day. One of them takes like fucking a week and then the other one takes like an hour or something and then when they all three come together like at the same time it's like oh fuck right that's fucking cinema baby it's cool and i mean you see him do that you You see him do that and now we're moving to some you know timey piece against some world first you get tenet Right. Which he was just like, what of all my movies but one movie? <laughs> You're like, okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, sure. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm going to sit through it. And that was the fucking movie of the pandemic, right? That's what got us through it. That's what stopped me from fucking poisoning my family. <laughs> Thanks, Nolan. I was ready to poison us all. I was like, we're not going to make it. I was it. ready to come record and murder. <laughs> Ted it. You saved my family. <laughs> you saved them all. <laughs> yeah, but then anyway, so then fuck. Then comes then comes Oppenheimer, and we hear the Oppenheimer. He's gonna make a movie about Oppenheimer. Oh shit. Okay, you just made a weird ass reverse Tenet film. <laughs> yeah. Now you're gonna say fuck it. I'm gonna go make a movie about the atomic bomb. I'm in. Right. Killian gets announced as Oppenheimer. Fuck yeah. We Google it. 
you see a picture of Oppenheimer, you see a picture of Killian, you're like, oh, fuck, okay. All right. They look close enough. First of all, Killian's gorgeous. Yeah. Oppenheimer wasn't, but whatever. That's Hollywood for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get Killian. Yeah. And he's going to crush it. <laughs> that blue-eyed bastard. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you just watch it standard? Did you at least go XD or anything? I believe it was XD. You in a marina? Yeah, probably. Those terrible fucking seats. I don't give a shit about the seats. I hate it, those fucking the, seats, it's man. It's the biggest screen in... It, it's the biggest screen within Not the... Not for reason- a three-hour movie, bro. For a reasonable, that shit hurts. For a reasonable driving distance, it like I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go there. I went, the, I went the extra. I, no, because then then there'll be less seats. Perfect. I, you want to <laughs> sit around more people? Fuck no. Well, you gotta give people the opportunity. Uh, fuck them. Oh, okay. That's when you bump up the prices, and whoever's willing fuck will get. That, <laughs> I'm already paying top dollar. You're a club member. Okay? So what? That only saves me like two dollars. <laughs> It really saves you on the snacks. Yeah, well, (laughs) there's a trade-off. I went the extra mile. You maybe went to go see the NXT. Sounds like you did. (laughs) If not there, over here at Maya, maybe. But um, uh, I fucking hate going to the Maya. Same here, dude. It fucking blows. I just went yesterday to watch The Beekeeper. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched it in their premium screen. Yep. And I was in there being like, this is bullshit. Like, I don't like it. This is supposed to be your best fucking screen. I don't like it. I mean, whatever. It's fine. Better than nothing. It's dated, man. But, dude, you get an XD in there. I need need something. Like, I will pay the toppest of fucking dollars (laughs) to watch the movie the best fucking way I can see it. Right. Which is why I did not even go. I waited until... Monday to watch this movie when it came out. I didn't go on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I had to wait till Monday because everything was sold out for IMAX. I had to watch it in fucking IMAX. I didn't give a fuck, man. There was going to be no compromising with this shit. Not like, fuck it, I'll watch it once regular, then I'll go IMAX. I'm like, nope, I need to watch it for the very first time in IMAX. I don't give a shit. The closest place that was playing it was in, um, uh, in Dublin, which is a drive. Yeah, like an hour 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're playing it at the Regal over there in IMAX 70 millimeter. One of only like six movie theaters in California that will be playing it in that format. Right. So you, a lot of people will be playing it in IMAX. A lot of people will be playing it in 70 millimeter. Not even a lot. Right. But only a few are going to be playing it in IMAX 70 millimeter. That was the closest one. There's another one in San Francisco. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go there. It was a whole day thing, paying top dollar for these fucking seats, too. You know, it's like 25 bucks or some shit. I bought it for me and my lady, and then I went with with Lil Lil. Mm -hmm. And I missed the first five minutes of this movie the first time because of one Lil Lil. (laughs) I drove and I was waiting for her. And I had to wait for her because I bought the tickets. So I had to wait for her so she could go in. And you couldn't just text it to her? I guess I, I mean, whatever. The, if I went in to get the tickets, it would have given me the three tickets, you know? Oh, right. Like so, upon the yeah, scanning. Yeah. So I don't sound like I bought each ticket individually. Right. So I had to wait for her. So I missed the first few minutes of this movie the first time I watched it. But I was like, 
I had already bought any tickets to go see it the next week too. Mm-hmm. So I didn't care. <laughs> so oh, I was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That first time I watched it, the projector fucked up twice. Oh no. Yeah. Um, uh, have you seen like the YouTube videos or anything about how giant, uh, 70 millimeter IMAX roll film like looks it's fucking amazing it's huge yeah I watched a whole YouTube video of a guy that was like that like drove from I don't know where to where with one of these to play at one of the theaters one of the there's not even that many in this country that you could watch it in that format IMAX 70 millimeter there's right. very fucking few <laughs> it's crazy that the way that the director, his main vision will only be seen by like a select few people that are with, that are even know yeah. <laughs> about it. Right. And that are going to fucking pay and some crazy fuck like me that's going to drive two hours to right. go fucking do that shit. Right, right. Just take my whole fucking day from me, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> two hours there, two hours back, three hour film. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a full shift. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you are exhausted <laughs> after that shit. Right. <laughs> Hyperventilating, crying. Oh, yeah. All of the above. And so I've watched it at that movie theater three okay. times. I t- I did that three times. That's crazy, bro. I've I've added. I don't know how much money I've spent on and Oppenheimer. That goes at this back point. to the obsessive part that I was talking about. Gordy uh, Electro likes to do Electro, this sir. Uh, Electro just loves to do that for some reason, you know. I, and again, like you just mentioned, not. Fuck, I didn't know that, man. I'm not seeking to go watch. <laughs> I know what a Regal is. There's a fuck ton of them. There's the select ones that you're saying for sure. But I'm not going out of my way to watch this shit. And I don't think, you know, the general population is also. No, know. Dublin is like in some fucking rich ass little like neighborhood and mm-hmm. shit. You know, it's like everything like super fucking nice theaters one of the nicest theaters i've been to they have like a legit bar everything's great yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i did that three times and i gotta say right now i am geared up to tomorrow do a fourth <laughs> not going back to the regal this time i'm going to the amc in san francisco and that is supposed to be the biggest imax screen in the country damn we got one here within driving distance san francisco a little little further than dublin yeah but like whatever if you're willing to drive I mean, to dublin yeah it's the same san thing Francisco's, just in the other direction yeah. san francisco isn't like that much more time yeah. than you would be you're just sticking to the coast you know <laughs> dealing with real traffic and bullshit but yeah Ugh. yeah i'm not looking forward to that But, yeah, so, yeah, I did the research. I found out that that one and there's an AMC in in New York that I think they're twin screens. They're the biggest ones in the the country. So I'm happy. Like, I'm very excited. They just re-released Oppenheimer again. And um, uh, my buddy Caesar, he'd been wanting to watch it in, um, uh, in IMAX 70 millimeter. And it just so happens that... You know, I'm on vacation right now and they just re-released it and that's they're not playing it at the Regal anymore. That's the only place I could see it. Well, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Like, I want to go to the great to, to the biggest IMAX screen I can see. There it is. Right. And they're going to be playing this movie that I fucking love. So 
Why the fuck not do it in fourth? <laughs> <laughs> that justifies it, sure. I mean, that is a cool experience. Again, we're going to the fucking Northridge or, you know, our, our local Maya cinema here that has these. I think we did Maya, bro. And I think we did Third Row Center. I believe so. And the funny thing to that is the, all the memes that were coming out for Oppenheimer were... Uh, the the meme was that William Defoe thing where his face is being blown by the thing, and it's the the person who sits in the middle in the front watching Oppenheimer <laughs> when it goes off. It's William Defoe's hair just going crazy. But um, I think again, people sick people like yourself really Very sick. <laughs> find these things and are willing to do it. That's why they. That's why these filmmakers also do it the way they do it because it not only has to be seen that way. But those who appreciate the extra to not only watch it that way, but like know that it was intended for that, you know, and you kind of yeah. get that with the Dark Knight. That's when it was really pushing that type of shit, too. Right. That's when they were like, oh, this this scene was shot. Yeah, he's, he did it the first time with the Dark Knight. There was like three or four scenes that he shot in IMAX. And every movie since he has been filming more and more scenes with IMAX. And this one is almost all IMAX. Or the majority of it is. It's not all in IMAX, but it's the first time that IMAX has been used not to show a giant landscape. Right. But to show a close-up of somebody's fucking face. Right. Oppenheimer starts with, boom, it's a super close-up to his face. And if you see that shit in fucking IMAX, (laughs) it is just a giant face. Fucking face in front of you, dude. You're just like, holy shit. Crystal clear. You're looking into this man's fucking soul with like into his eyes. You're like, holy fuck. This is why I believe like if anybody wins the fucking Oscar that's not fucking Killian Murphy, like I'm going to be so fucking mad (laughs) because whatever, there's some great performances out there. I'm not saying that, you know, somebody else can't be considered the best actor, but this guy does so much in this movie just with looks. Right. Sometimes he's not even talking that much, but just w- with his face, right. you could see like I don't know. There's so much behind it. you. You know what he how he's feeling because of the score right, and everything. Right. You know what he's feeling. You know like the weight that the he shot, has. Everything. Like, just like the, the fact that he's able to do that without speaking that much is fucking amazing and i mean i don't know what else deserves an oscar than that right um uh, i was telling you before that um uh, bradley cooper's movie maestro came out not that long ago Mm. and i really liked it it's a really good movie i think bradley cooper is really good in it but what's more important about that movie is that i think we're just seeing bradley cooper develop he did a star is born which i like Whatever it's that sounds super gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that goes with this movie too, though. So did you did you watch? A Star's of course, Wars? I watched. You a like Star's it, War. right? It's not bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't openly say I like it. <laughs> All right. It's like as a movie, that was a very well directed yeah, movie. It was, it was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was really well done. There you go. <laughs> it's look, that movie should be super fucking gay and it is. Yeah. And I know and I mean that with all due respect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that <laughs> right. Not in a homophobic way at all, no, I swear. No. <laughs> but Electro <laughs> loves the gays. So. <laughs> 
but you know that's a good movie it's well executed well acted mm -hmm. good music whatever yeah. good film yeah Ten, I mean, Tenet. I was going to say Tenet. <laughs> Tenet is actually pretty good. Um, uh, but Maestro, again, I think Bradley Cooper does a good job. He's really good in it. But as a director, it's a, even a, like a big step up from A Star is Born, which I thought was a really well-directed, well-made movie. Right. Maestro is like, holy shit, Bradley Cooper might be like, one of the more interesting working directors working right now. And I'm very excited to see what he does next. And it's a shame that this is a Netflix movie. Hmm. I think it was released in movie theaters somewhere. kind of like the killer. Like it wasn't anywhere around here. Oh, okay. But apparently that was a fucking amazing theatrical experience, which I wasn't able to experience. Hmm. And um, it's about Leonard Bernstein, a composer and it's supposed to have some of, like, the best fucking sound music in a fucking movie that's mm -hmm. in a movie theater supposed to sound amazing. I'll never fucking know. Whatever. I have a, have a surround sound at home, which is, you know, awesome, but right. it doesn't compare to going no. to the fucking movie theater and mm -mm. getting that shit blasted in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Hey, hey. Whoa. I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> But Bradley is in this movie, right? And I think that's what you had mentioned that it's like the best part of this movie, or what you say. What are you talking about? That Bradley Cooper's gay in this movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he plays uh, like a bi, sometimes gay. Mainly uh, gay, but mainly bi. gay, but he has a family. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I know that like when that movie came out, they were saying, like, oh shit, Bradley might come and swoop the Oscar from. Uh, from Killian. So I sat down and watched Maestro with fear, being like, fuck, is Bradley Cooper just going to come and steal this shit? Right. And I watched it, and I was pretty confident that he didn't. As good as he is, in it, and I think he's good. He did not. I think Killian still deserves to win Best Actor, and if he doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Am I right? If Oppenheimer doesn't win Best Actor, Best Director, at least, it has to also at the least best director you think the most important thing is for Christopher Nolan to get best director a hundred percent if if that's the only Oscar it wins fuck it yeah yeah it should win like five or six or something right but the necessary one is for Christopher Nolan to get the, his director for this one because right. this is a fucking masterpiece right it should also he should best actor should be one. Um, I think Robert Downey Jr. should probably Fuck win Best yeah. Supporting Actor. Mm -hmm. That's three right there. I think it should win the score. I think this score's fucking fantastic. You should take the fucking score. Yep. It has to be Best Picture. It has to be Best Picture, dude. I don't know if it if it like if it doesn't win Best Picture, I will I will also be pretty upset. I wonder if uh, Coop is that cocky to be like, I'm gonna come in and do this. You think he's that aware to not look? Nolan at some point came in trying to put his shit on it. Cooper's come in with some fucking fuego, given the amount of time he's been doing it. You know, whatever. Obviously, modern times, modern shit. You know, Nolan. You know, we we talked about the old timey greats that had all the practical visuals and all the crazy shit. But now it's technology. Nolan's on the fucking Interstellar was like a fucking a visual achievement that oh yeah he only fucking did. You know what I'm saying? So you see that going into this. And it's just elevating. Are you really saying that Cooper is on that fucking level? No, absolutely not. 
Okay, well, <laughs> don't say. I don't know. Don't no, say look, that. I'm not. I'm not talking about. You're saying his performance, or I'm his? Talking, I'm talking about his performance as an actor over Killian. Right. If he would win Best Director over Nolan, that would be way more. I would be way more mad about that okay. than if he beat Killian for Best Actor. Acting. Okay. Okay. What I'm scared will win Best Picture, other than Oppenheimer, <laughs> is not Maestro. <laughs> Speak on it. It is fucking Barbie. Oh I'm fucking God. terrified. Do you Bono. Really think so? I mean, it shouldn't. It shouldn't even cross my fucking mind. <laughs> but I think that there was there's woke some woke America, ass fucking people out there that need to give Barbie this award. Oh my god! The women might fucking <laughs> will this into happening. Oh man! They made so the Grammys were Grammys only. <laughs> the Golden Globes were last week. I Basically, think. the Grammys. Yeah, the Grammys <laughs> of movies. <laughs> They were last week. They controversially created a new award, which is like biggest box office success or biggest theatrical success, something like that. And they would, I don't know how many nominees there was, five, ten of them. Right. Okay. There shouldn't even be a fucking category or other movies. There's only one movie that made more money than any other movie in the year. How is this a competition? Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Barbie's been the most successful movie this year for a really long time now. Right. They created an award to be like the most successful movie of the year so that Barbie could go up there and accept an award, like a triumphant award for... Award-winning Barbie, right? Yeah, award-winning for most successful movie of Barbie. Get the fuck out of here. I see what you're saying. We're like, we'll give this one to the women. We'll let the men play over here. (laughs) So, I don't know. I'm scared that... You know, I just hope the the academy <laughs> is good old boys like it should be to be like, yeah, fucking, we're not giving that shit to Barbie, okay? Right, right, right. The, not that that somebody's fucking girlfriend didn't nag them into fucking making Barbie best fucking picture, right, right, okay? All right. right. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I I recently watched Barbie, by the way. Right. Um, uh, I like. I can't even say I watched it. Right. You hate watched it? I like, hate watched it. Like Spite? Yes. I would did not want to watch it. I was essentially forced to watch it. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to say, like, like, honestly, I did not like it. Okay. I can see, like, you know, there uh, like good stuff about it. Ryan Gosling is fucking funny. Mm-hmm. The movie is funny. But the preachy bullshit it's it's is laying out there. Yeah, it's, it's not. On the it's not fucking. For but I me, think they they were using that. They're using. Sure, sure. Them, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get what they're trying to. do. Again, mm-hmm. this movie. They was, throw Will Ferrell in there, Michael Sarah, and you're it's not like, fucking right, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, God damn so it! They're trying to trick me. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to feel this. You're trying to trick me into thinking this is a good movie. Right. Right. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but like I've been saying, this movie is not made for me. You know, this is a movie that fucking is super successful because every fucking woman in the world <laughs> watched it and feels empowered by it. Which, or men. Or some men. Yeah. Some men. 
and some they thems. Yeah, some transition, some not. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Everybody fucking loved it. And you know what? Fuck. If they loved it, good for them. I'm glad they loved it. Whatever. I didn't I didn't like the fucking film. But you think it's enough to win this? You think it's enough in woke ass today? I it shouldn't be. The quality of the film right. by the film as a film. Right. It should not even be in this fucking conversation. <laughs> I, I swear to God. But you're scared that it, you know, it will. The way that it it just has taken over the fucking culture in the, since it came out. Right. Which we cannot deny. It was a fucking phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. And the fucking funny thing about it is that it was it was Barbenheimer. They both came out on the same fucking day. Right. And Barbie was number one for, I don't know, six, eight weeks. And Oppenheimer was number two. That's how it fucking went. It was like... The most money a number two movie has ever fucking made week by week. Right. But it was number two because everybody was seeing Barbie. You'd go into a movie theater from like July July to fucking August or even past that a little bit. You walk in there, everybody's wearing pink. Right. Pink shit, pink balloons, fucking Barbie cutouts. <laughs> you couldn't walk down the street and then see a bunch of people wearing pink right, and a bunch right. of Barbie shit. Right. Which has, like, whatever, say what you want, but it, it it contradicts what the movie's even trying to say. Right. Like, this is all just a giant fucking cash grab right. for fucking Mattel. <laughs> okay. Not not since fucking Rex and Toy Story has Mattel made this much <laughs> fucking money. Okay. Well, I'm not actually from Mattel. I'm from a smaller company. That was... <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. And I'm from Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But whatever, you know. The end of the fucking day, that is what this is. Fucking Mattel fucking came the fuck up. Well, I mean, okay, so <laughs> getting into Oppenheimer like that, you know, we know what the fuck it's going for. Like, when you saw this, and this is what, July, this is halfway in the year, and you're saying it played for several months. And even to this day, again, yeah, rewatched it, and it's a fucking great movie. And even though it's long as fuck, it still doesn't seem that way. Of course, Scorsese comes in with the Leo DiCap. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you think... Is you, that easy for you, You huh? think you made the long movie of yeah, the year? Right. Shut the fuck up. Are you ready no. for this? <laughs> Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, shut the fuck up, three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to look into what that I that movie cost. Because Oppenheimer, guess the budget of Oppenheimer. 200 million. Damn. No. More? Less. Oh. 100 million. That's good. That's For that fucking studded cast? Number one? Alone. That's a lot. But it is a little compared to how we've been talking about Marvel movies and shit that are um, uh, not only Marvel, but there's like Disney, which is Marvel. But these and like Warner Brothers with the DC stuff that are they're they're, they're pushing 200, 300, that 300 million dollars. Avatar, too. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar was like up there. Three, 300 and something, you know. I would have to look into it, but I like like the, the the Marvels, all those movies, 
160, 150, 200. Minimum. They're up there. Yeah. They're fucking up there. So when you watch this movie, like, it does seem like, okay, it's probably up there. 100 million is still a lot. It's still a fuckload, but it's not. It's not up to the level of some of these other fucking movies. Okay. Let's see here. So not not only just on actors, but like on on tools, resources. This I mean, he's recording in what you say eighty percent IMAX. Like ready for that shit. Like that's got to cost a grip. Oh, yeah. To do all of that. that production value. They they. That's where you're spending your money. They had to create. A black and white IMAX film that doesn't exist. It never has existed. They have to create that shit. Wow. They have to hit up fucking, um, uh, I forget what it was, fucking Polaroid. <laughs> and they're mm-hmm. like, dude, we need, we need you to fucking make some shit for us because it doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Okay. So as of now, the movie has grossed three hundred and twenty six million five hundred and ninety seven thousand in US and Canada. Okay. Worldwide. You wanna take a stab at the worldwide? Three twenty six US and Canada. It should at least be like six hundred and fifty million. No. So right now it is at nine hundred and fifty two million. Whoa. It got pretty close to the bill. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, like a movie like that, it should break the billy, right? I mean a movie like this should not. No? No. Um for a movie like this about the guy that created the atomic bomb? Right. No. <laughs> like what the shit that's been hitting these numbers are comic book movies. Right. Avatar and Barbie because the women all fucking gathered, okay? <laughs> like, right. like, a fucking movie that is all people talking does not make fucking $950 million. But, I mean, okay, so then you realize, you kind of compare it back to the whole superhero shit, right? You, you see Nolan, he did uh, the Dark Knights or the Batman shit, right? He got extremely recognized because of that. Then Interstellar hit, which honestly is a fucking lengthy movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's just fucking long. Score's great. But um, then you, you come and he says, I'm just going to fucking do this. I think he has enough rep that I honestly believe, not because of the whole superhero shit, because it's it's just been weird to be like, Hey, a Marvel movie didn't cross a billion. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. It didn't come close to a billion. You know what I'm saying? The Marvels just became the worst fucking uh, <laughs> grossing Marvel movie ever. Right. When when the Captain Marvel movie came out, it made like 1.2 billion or some right. shit. But that's what I mean. I mean, Marvel movies, not the Marvels. Right? I know, but I'm just using I got that as you. an example. The last Marvel movie yeah, released yeah, yeah. fucking flopped hard. Right. It's over a hundred, two hundred million dollar budget. It's done. The only movie last year that was profitable for fucking Marvel was Guardians. Everything else fucking tanked. For Disney in general, everything they released tanked. Mm. It's the first, like, Disney was, I think, this year, or for 2023, $4 billion in the fucking hole with how fucking high their budgets were and how little money their theatrical releases were fucking pulling in. They lost the most money that I think any fucking studio has ever lost in a year. Mm. And that's because they got used to making fucking these billions of dollars every year. 
that their budgets to their movies have just become fucking insane. Right. And their budgets are more than this movie and look a fucking hundred times shittier. Right. How does that fucking happen? Right, right, right. How did someone gives you a hundred million dollars, you're not making a fucking masterpiece? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. I see what you're saying. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But that's also like the artist, right? That's he's that's the his artiste. yeah, that's his take. You know, it's not this corporate propaganda bullshit. Yeah. And I've been telling you, bro. So for the longest time with these Marvel movies, I know you're all about it. I know you're woke as hell most, <laughs> of, most of the time, but it's like enough. Look, I let's get back to good movies. I, How I about that? I haven't liked a Marvel movie in a while. Like the last somewhat good one. I mean, when Infinity War Endgame happened, that was pretty fucking tight. Yeah, that was cool. And then the Spider-Man movie was still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. But then after that, they all start going down the hill. Yeah. We still like Doctor Strange, too. Uh, I mean, whatever. For what it was, I, I really like that movie. Yeah. And I like Guardians 3. But everything else, it was all the Disney Plus. Them putting all these shows on Disney Plus, which at first when they said that, it sounded like such a good idea, right? right. Like, oh, fuck. Now, now we're going to put shows out and movies and stuff. They're just doing way too fucking much. Right. Did you ever watch that Ethan Hawke one? No, and I love Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes out of respect. I think I tried watching the first episode and I lost interest in it pretty quickly. Oh, I don't think man. he. I don't think Hawke even was on screen yet before I gave up on that what? show. Oh, he's great. I'm sure he's great. <laughs> we were just talking. Were we? Did we have that conversation on on Mike? About no, 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 we didn't. No. You were talking about the end of the world movie. What's it called? Uh, fuck, I don't even remember the name. The one that just came out on Netflix. The Netflix movie, yeah. Something about the end of the world. End of the world. Bullshit. Something no? happening. I don't yeah. know. But you just asked me if I watched it, and I was like, no, I've heard it's fucking awful, so I don't I don't want to watch it. Right. But but you watched it. but And I just said, like, but, like, you know, Ethan Hawke is not... Um, uh, the problem. <laughs> yeah, like, he will make really bad movies. But Ethan Hawke's still fucking good in every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he was great in this fucking end of the world film. But. Which is also a crucial part to this podcast because we will always honor Ethan Hawke. I'm sorry, Sir Ethan, that we haven't honored you in a while. We honor you every time with our theme song at least. Yeah. But yeah. Where's Hawke at? Yeah. That's for you. That's for Let's Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> we love you, God damn it. We're gonna cover it. We're gonna have another hawk talk soon. soon Don't you worry. Soon. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, but there it is. Um, I think. Well, now that we've kind of talked about all of this, about Nolan for a little bit and the anticipation and like the money that this made, the cameras that they use. Now that we've covered like all these bases or whatever, I think we're gonna stop it here. Let's cut it. And um, uh, we'll do another episode where we get deep into the film. I'm down with that. Um, uh, you know, I just wanted to emphasize in this episode, kind of like how Nolan was one of those crucial directors to me from like, you know, when I saw Memento as a kid or whatever, that he's just one of those directors that I was like, oh, fuck, like I need to watch anything that this guy made because memento i thought was so fucking awesome and like you know i've never seen anything like that 
And so he was just one of those directors that made me, I think, appreciate film and movies more. Right. And I owe, I owe a lot to Mr. Nolan when it comes to all this shit. So I wanted to give it the fucking respect. The, the respect. And so I think we got to do a, a, a double episode on, on Oppenheimer. Because yeah. we haven't even started talking about the fucking But movie. that's okay. <laughs> that's what these movies deserve, right? It's just like we did on this fucking killer movie. It wasn't the movie that I wanted to talk two hours about. I'll tell you that. But we're but here. We <laughs> we're going to give it a bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly, you get it. Do they get it? Is what I'm saying. Zoolander. <laughs> um, uh, what are you saying? You didn't want. You didn't think we were gonna talk about it for two hours? Yeah. Well, we it goes. No, it goes back to again. Who's competing right now? And I say competing because these dudes are like really. I know it's a Netflix release, just like this other movie that you were just talking about with fucking Cooper. Coops. And you're saying this guy's gonna potentially come in and swoop because of a Netflix movie? We had another coop hoop this year, you, you know? know what I mean? And Fincher has been running it too. He's there side by side. He sure is. You and, know what I mean? And we did talk about this in our last episode. And it it is fitting as fuck that these are the two movies that we just talked about. We yeah. just talked about the killer for two hours. Now we're talking about Oppenheimer for two hours. Because okay. that's the other director, along with Nolan. When I started watching David Fincher films, I'm like, oh, fuck. Is he the greatest director of all fucking time? Right. Then whatever. Then I started watching Scorsese, and then I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. This guy is probably the greatest. I think, to me, it's kind of like rock and roll. It's like, I'm pretty sure... Well, whatever, in my opinion, that Led Zeppelin's the best rock and roll band in the world. But they're not my favorite, but I'm like, but they were the best. They're the best, you know? yeah. I think I look at that, at Scorsese that way. Like, he's the best, right? but he's not my favorite. Right. He's up there. Yeah. He's one of the my king. favorites. He, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, in my eyes, like, he's the king. He's the, He's the fucking best. He's El Padrino. He's fucking, El Padroni. Can I call you that? <laughs> okay. And, um, uh, yeah, you know, we'll come with our... With our end of the year reviews, when we talk about um, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and stuff, and obviously Oppenheimer's gonna be in the top of the list, but the fucking killer, I think, is probably gonna be higher on my list, and it'll be on most people's list when it Absolutely. comes. You're 100 percent correct <laughs> when it comes to the <laughs> when it comes to like the best movies of the year, right? But I'm just so happy that you know they just both released a movie this year. I'm not happy that Venture movie didn't get theatrically released but at least i got it and i'm just happy they both made movies this year and that i love them both and that we just get to fucking talk about them or that i get to talk about them and you get to roll your eyes (laughs) (laughs) most of the time yeah (laughs) very true and again yeah are people paying attention to that are they aware that these two motherfuckers who have been dueling it for fucking year after year (laughs) after year for the longest while all right for a fucking minute um consistently yeah it's pretty dope. We're doing our best. You yeah. know, we we were more consistent before. The episodes are coming um uh not not as fast as we would like, but you know, hopefully that changes soon. And I know I say that every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we're we're fucking trying. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully hopefully twenty twenty four is our year when, you yeah. know, I release more than one or two episodes a month. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We're going to try to fucking have more this year. We're going to do our best. This is the year, man. Yeah, 2024. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to follow us on um, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, uh, 
Spotify, give us the likes, the follows. We're brought to you by Salad Bites Media each and every episode. Our producer Oz out there produces a bunch of pretty awesome shows on the network. Mm-hmm. Salinas Underground Podcast and the Nakama Boys out there for all your anime needs doing mm-hmm. the Lord's work, really. Um, uh, they got other shows on the network. They got like a sports one. They got one for the ladies, you know, for all the Barbie lovers. There's a uh-huh. there's a lady podcast for you out there. Yep. So fucking check out the Side Bites Media, man. And um, uh, Bono, you got anything else to say? We'll just see you for part two of this episode. You know, let's oh. get down to it in part two. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of this shit. All right, man. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next time. Later. Sayonara, Sammy. Electro and Bono Movie Power.